Bonita, my beautiful people. We are living another day here in this country we call the United States of America. And what a time to be alive, Rita. What a with time. Rita Casaverde and Yesenia Chavarria. What a time to be alive. I feel so conflicted, Rita. I'm excited. I'm scared. I'm crying. Excited again. Mad. What a roller coaster of emotions. And it's like, I can't even keep up with the news. Um, You know, with uh, Miralago, Martha's Vineyard, Hispanic Heritage Month. What the fuck does that even mean? What, what, What are we celebrating? Like, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. It's been crazy. And there's so much going on and we're now i feel like all the way back to pre-covid days right people are like oh covid's gone we're all gonna go back to our usual lives on top of all the hot mess that we already have it's it's pretty but really also appreciative of people that stay consistent and that stick to what they believe and um on that note we want to give a shout out to the farm workers so yes and can you tell us what's happening with the farm workers yes so we want to give a huge acknowledgement to the ufw uh groups who are out there organizing as we know we are still advocating i say we because we join you chicas politicas join you in this push for governor newsom to do the right thing which is to support AB 2183, which grants farm workers the opportunity to unionize. And these are folks that want to be able to express uh, and vote, but to do it in a way where they can safely do it from home. And so we are talking about reporting um, situations of sexual harassment, wage theft, um, maybe reporting conditions maybe things that they're not in agreement with. And so we need Governor Gavin Newsom to come out and just support our gente. Uh, Keep in mind, there was a uh, march that happened and the march was leading up to this moment, which was going to be the signing of the bill. And unfortunately, Governor Newsom did not go ahead and sign this bill. And so today is day 26 that we have seen different folks of the community show up to the Capitol. They have been holding a vigil every single day for the last 26 days. So huge shout out to also Lideres Campesinas who have been in the forefront of this. Shout out to all the youngsters that are out there. Uh, We've been seeing pictures and it's just a time for us where it's it's been really hard for our community. I know it's yeah. Hispanic Heritage Month. And I think, um, you know, of course, capitalism and marketing are milking every single horchata juice out of us. <laughs> uh, but I think it's important that, yeah, there is a lot to celebrate, but also what is it celebrating when a huge minor- by majority of our gente are facing real issues that are impacting them right now. We're talking oh DACA, goodness. we're talking yeah. undocumented folks, yeah. we're talking COVID, the disparities and inequalities yeah. of COVID, we're talking student debt, we're talking trying to buy a house, we're talking about um, the racism our gente is still facing yeah. today. We are talking Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, it's it's 
Honest, I, I really like the way that you have put it because we in some way are asked to celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month when um, immigrants and, you know, people of color are being flown or driven from one place to the other as if they were cattle, you know, right. as if they had no rights, as, as if they were not humans. Um, they were treated less than um, animals. Less than animals. And yeah. this is where I get really upset, uh, Rita, that had this been a group of dogs in an animal shelter, the outcry would have been different, right? We would have seen protesting. We would have seen all of these things. Things would have been shut down. People would have been arrested. There would have been already charges slapped on people. Yeah, just put a corgi face on it and people would be like, all the corgi clubs uh, mm-hmm. across the country would be yeah screaming about this but it doesn't happen because they're immigrants they're people of color their skin doesn't match the color of the skin of people that we usually care about in this country so no one cared and um we have governors republican governors that are pulling political stunts um treating people like less than animals and so let's let's dig a little bit deeper for maybe some of the folks that because i think it is important to grasp this moment Uh, Rita and to really understand why is this happening why and it's and it's um and I've seen it where the sense of and we have to be very cautious as a country because I see I'm starting to see us turn a bit cynical yeah um and this is no laughing matter this isn't funny yeah this is we're talking people who were lied to right Mm -hmm. these are people who were told that opportunity was going to meet them at the end of this trip. And these are people that have come into the country legally. Legally. These so, are refugees. So first of all, let's let's make that loud and clear. In this country, we allow for refugees to come into our country legally. And that process is done legally. So yeah. this whole rhetoric of illegal aliens yeah. or illegals, we need to stop that language. Yeah. That is part of that dehumanizing xenophobic rhetoric that we see constantly happening with undocumented people, refugees, people who look different, immigrants, brown folk. Um, we need to stop that. And most importantly, the, the reason why, and, and we'll, we'll have this discussion, Rita, the reason why I feel this is all happening is because when we have a system that is broken, when we are overdue on immigration reform, when we are ignoring the real issues, which we have people who want to come to the United States yeah. that are seeking better because they're fleeing political violence in their home countries, they're fleeing economic uh, disparities, they're fleeing prosperity, and they come into this country because guess what? Whether or not we want to acknowledge it, the United States of America is still a lot better than a lot of these other countries. Yeah. And it's just um, like I have seen this from my own family. I remember the day my dad left my home in Peru and came to the U.S. for the promise of more job opportunities. No one is coming here to say we're going to get money for free there. That's not in anyone's mentality. You know that you can come here and work harder than you've ever worked and have some money give back to you. No one here is coming to the U.S. to get anything for free. So let's also get rid of that. And and let's also recognize that too, Rita. There is nothing for free in this country. There is nothing free. And and this is a thing where, where I'm really calling on 
Democrats and Republicans that it's now time that we really talk about immigration reform. Yeah. Because when we have so much gray area, it allows for disgusting politicians to use people for political pawns. And it's absolutely disgusting because at the end of the day, when you boil this down, that this is a violation of human rights. It it's is. a it, this is human trafficking at its finest, and this is completely immoral. And why are we not more upset? Why why are we not seeing the cries for these people? Yeah, yeah. And any legislator that has come out, any Republican legislator that has come out defending what uh, has happened they are voting against legislation that is currently ready, ready for Republican senators to get to the president, like HR6, which is the DACA Dreamers uh, Mm -hmm. bill that could give people that have been vetted, that have been put in through so much, that are being put through so much every two years where they have to renew their DACA. And that have been here since they were babies, that have been here for decades and are still not allowed, and that honestly are, on our front lines, they are. Mm-hmm. We have six hundred and fifty thousand DACA recipients in the U.S. Twenty nine thousand of them are healthcare workers. Twenty nine thousand of them, and so if we don't allow those that have been vetted, that have been put through every single ring and have gone through it and have done everything that we ask them for, then we're obviously not going to get let anyone else in, anyone else get a path to citizenship, and so this is where they cynicism where the hypocrisy comes from the republican party the republican legislators that are defending this it's just awful it's just just awful and it's disgusting and i really do i know there was um there's investigations not being opened there's talks about repercussions to what happened with the trafficking of these people yes and it it is human trafficking it is it's human trafficking let's let's not let's not tiptoe around these yep. the, let's call it what let's call a spade a spade at the yeah. end of the day yeah. um and it's really disgusting but also in that same breath we need immigration reform today we needed this 20 years ago yeah we we the last time we had any sort of immigration reform was back in 1986 under the ronald reagan administration we are long overdue it is time now because when we don't have some sort of allowing for people to have safety it puts people in compromising positions and the united states of america has done that to undocumented folks these are folks who are picking your food these are folks who are cleaning your house these are folks who are doing your construction these are folks who even come into the country as former teachers lawyers doctors that are so gifted oh my goodness we don't need to go far we have cal poly yeah. How many how many friends do I have as DACA recipients who graduated yeah. who graduated from Cal Poly, one of the best engineering schools on the West Coast with an aerospace engineering degree? Mm-hmm. Guys, we are missing out on talent yeah. and we need to stop this whole idea that there isn't enough apple pie for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's disgusting. Um in I'm reading that uh Governor DeSantis actually got a someone to document someone from Fox News to document on video the arrival of the immigrants um, or the migrants to Martha's Vineyard. How disgusting! You are doing human trafficking, and you grab one of the most disgusting 
quote unquote news outlets out there and you just get them to take video of this disgusting act this is, and then this Fox News uses the this footage to talk about immigration dangers and how there's an invasion happening at the border. And it plays what's really dangerous, which we need to be very cautious of, which is what I'm doing now, um, Rita, that when anyone comes up to me and starts using that language, invasion, yeah. illegals, yeah. aliens, yeah. Uh, the border crisis, the open borders, I am now correcting them because yeah. they're all of these things yeah. are very much dangerous. Their language, we cannot be lazy with language. Language yeah. is so powerful. Yeah. And so what I'm doing now, I ask those questions. What invasion? Yeah. What is going on? Yeah. When did you go to the border last? Yeah. Have you been to the border? Yeah. Do you understand that the Democrats are ready to sign on immigration reform, but yeah. it takes two yeah. to get something accomplished? It doesn't take one congressman mm -hmm. to pass a law. No, it's a whole series of people that mm -hmm. need to get on the same plate. Mm -hmm. This is why we haven't had immigration reform for over 30 years, yeah. because people can't get their shit together yeah. to agree, to say, you know what? We are literally seeing businesses going down because they cannot hire people. So if we have the labor force <laughs> who wants to come and work, so maybe, maybe, maybe it's time we expand um, immigration reform to not just be about agriculture. Maybe we yeah. need to talk about hospitality right now. We have a teacher shortage in this country. Yeah. Maybe we should bring talented people from different that countries. Are already teachers. Yes. Who speak English. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Currently I think in the U S there's two jobs for every unemployed person, which the, I completely understand they might not be the best paid jobs and we need to work on that as well. Or right. making sure that we right. have livable wage, which Republicans are also voting against, but <laughs> I digress. Um, but there are jobs. And like you said, there's so many industries that are in such dire need of workers. Right. And we just don't have the workers. I have. I, yeah, I've heard of businesses that are closing because they just mm -hmm. don't have the workers. And this is the thing, too, that we have to remember, too, Rita, when, you know, I always say we, we sometimes make undocumented issues, immigration issues yep. to be about brown people. And I, yeah. and I think that part of the reason why we focus so much on, on brown immigrants is because we are the loudest. We have been the loudest in the forefront of the movement. But when we are pushing for uh, reform, when we are pushing for standards to, to keep this group of marginalized people safe, there's so many people that benefit because guess what? We also have undocumented immigrants from Asia. We have undocumented immigrants from Europe. We have undocumented Im immigrants from all these other places. So this is not just a brown issue, right? We, we have all these other issues that we have to remember that when we push for, for immigration, there's a lot of people who win, right? And also business owners win, our society wins. Um, and a huge shout out to our Latino leaders, Latinx leaders who are pushing in the forefront, who are organizing, who have been doing this restlessly. And I think it's important to also acknowledge Rita, they have been doing this work, which has been really, really hard, even before this has been a constant 
um, agenda item that yeah. always gets pushed back to the back burner. Yeah. But we're talking people who have been organizing through the fires here in California, yeah. through COVID, mm-hmm. through, I mean, my heart goes out to all the amazing people. So UFW people, Leaders Campesinas, everyone standing outside of the state capitol mm-hmm. here in California, you inspire me. Keep, keep showing up. It was raining. We got some rain and you're seeing footage of uh, people out there organizing, still out there seeing, saying, so nice. si se puede, si se puede. We're going to do this. And this is the thing that upsets me, Rita, is for all those people who are talking about illegals and aliens, which once again, it's this whole xenophobic language to dehumanize these folks. Yeah. Please think twice. And yeah. if you talk to me, Arita, we are going to correct you. And those who are listening to our podcast, I encourage you to have those conversations. Yeah. Because the problem with a lot of these groups of people, they've gone down that rabbit hole mm-hmm. to only watch the news that is pandering to that yeah. language. Yeah. Reading only news outlets that is pandering to that. And this is a thing. We need to have the discussion. And this is why we don't have reform because. We need to come to an agreement. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's sometimes even more dangerous because sometimes we're not even having that discussion, right? Right. Sometimes uh, we think that we're, we're on our hearts. We understand the problem and that we would never think of those terms, but then we're not encouraging conversation. Mm-hmm. So we, it's just like with racism. It's not enough to not be racist. You have to be an active anti-racist it's not enough to be kind exactly you have to be actively an advocate for whatever you think is happening that is wrong especially with the political climate that we're in right yeah and since um i i will i will say granted you know blm that happened before george floyd but there was a huge climax with george floyd so some people say george floyd was like the emmett till of our time so so in 2020 we have seen this heavy heavy um growing pains, I would say, in this country that makes a lot of people uncomfortable, right? Yeah. We're, we're seeing colors of maybe neighbors, friends that we didn't, we didn't know. Uh-huh. And these are all uncomfortable conversations. But I think Rita, we are being pushed to really stand solid on the things that we believe in. Yeah. And sometimes standing solid on those things is losing out on friends, right? Losing yeah. on all these things. But this is a reality that we're in. Um, I guess this leaves segments to our next yeah yeah i mean standing strong for what we believe sometimes can get you pepper spray and that's exactly what happened this week here in san luis obispo county texas um sorry california sometimes it's very similar (laughs) Uh, i think it is a texas (laughs) oh my goodness so this week um just like the last (sighs) couple of weeks there have been pro-democracy demonstrators that have been showing up at an overpass here on the one-on-one freeway. And if you've been through California, the one-on-one is one of like our main freeway. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there were people on the bridges that were, um, that had uh, flags that said, we believe in elections. Thank you, election workers. Mm -hmm. We believe in human rights, you know, holding LGBTQ flags or um, things of that nature. And this week, those demonstrators were pepper sprayed by a MAGA supporter, by a Trump supporter. And um, interestingly enough, for anyone that lives in here in San Luis County, you know that for more than a year, 
We have yeah. had the other side, the MAGA supporters, the Trump supporters, as well on the same bridges, also showing off their own racist flags. You know, they had the Confederate flag at some point. They have the don't tread on me flag, which is very racist. Don't ever anyone come to me and say that's not a racist flag. I'm going to send you right back because it is a racist flag. Don't tread on me flag. They... Trump won flag, the let's go Brandon flag, all those mm. stupid racist flags on the bridge for over a year and no one did anything to them. No one attacked them. They People as disgusting as, as they are. And, and let's show the receipts too, right? Yeah. There was no, there has been no documented police reports yeah. of um, uh, protesters or supporters that can't that have come to light right and then please correct me if i'm wrong but i think i think had that happened we would have known yes oh yeah we would have known no no one has been attacked they have been allowed yeah. you know they are there every so like for those, sunday for those of us that don't agree and don't see eye to eye you know we've we've never you know yeah. done anything physically yeah. to harm anyone yeah. everyone we knows they're there. this is the united states of america yeah. where we have the freedom to to yeah. protest we have the freedom to organize we have yeah. the freedom to say these are my beliefs we may mm-hmm. not agree mm-hmm. but that this is still the united states of america i would like to I would like yeah. to think this is still well it's slipping <laughs> slipping slipping away it's scary oh, yes because even after they have been on on the bridge for over a year no one attacked them it only yeah. took a couple of weeks for you know the other side to show up and just have you know messages that obviously we agree with hopefully mm-hmm. or or listeners also agree with uh that you know women's rights are important yeah. that democracy is important mm-hmm. and no they were pepper sprayed this guy comes spewing trump bs and just pepper sprays and i'm gonna for anyone that doesn't know about this you can just google pepper spray san luis obispo county and see who got pepper spray these are our elders yeah some of them listen to this with all respect but these are like older people you know 60 plus that are that well, are retired that are coming to the bridge is, at 8 30 a.m to demonstrate this is part of um what's wrong with our society too would be that yeah. number one number one that we may not agree, but there's certain standards that we need to follow, right? That you're not going to compromise the safety of people. And especially when we're talking about our elderly folk, because yeah. the majority of the folks were already of a particular age. Yeah. And the fact that you're going to target vulnerable people, like that's yeah. really scummy. Yeah. Like, that's, that's disgusting. That is dangerous. It's so dangerous. And because, and because this man targeted, um, old, uh, older folk now he's being faced with a felony 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 today felony um because of that yeah so guess what there will be consequences if you do these acts and guess what yeah the police arrive yeah so this is interesting because the demonstrators as i i've been told uh and i've read in the news they told this guy stay away like stay away and the guy would continue spewing things and then he got his pepper spray and spray people and they told him we're calling 911 right now do you think the guy would have left running or something right he he didn't care 
He didn't, he was not afraid of law enforcement he was, coming. He was committed to his cause. He was committed. He, he was going to die. He was going to get arrested on that. He, he didn't even care about anything. And so uh, law enforcement arrives and they obviously take this guy because he's obviously very guilty of what just happened. There's like no question about it. And he's been in jail uh, with a bail set to $50,000. As last I heard, he was still in jail. Um, and if and anyone, he has two and counts. If, and if anyone tries to bail him out, please know that we will find out who you are <laughs> yeah um and so the guy was arrested on suspicion of two counts of felony elder abuse with great bodily injury according to uh law enforcement so it's just not good uh first just not good if you're obviously attacking people it's not good if you think that you're gonna that nothing's gonna happen to you and that you can just do whatever you want uh but you know, I've, I've seen posts about what happened and I still, I just don't understand you saying, I want you to, I want you to help me understand because I've seen posts about this news and I saw someone write, oh my gosh, I can't believe that that happened. I just don't understand what has happened in our country. I really hope that we can bridge the divide. It's like, dude, there's a guy in the picture of this post that it is an elder that has been pepper sprayed and you and want way, to we, bridge the we, divide? We, we can we can say the name because I feel at this point it's already been shared on social media and the press of, um, of Dan Cook. Oh, yeah. So by, the way, spray, by the way, yeah. Dan Cook, I know you listen to our podcast. Ooh. I just want to say you're a badass. You're a chingon. <laughs> uh, definitely. I did not want I did not want you to get pepper sprayed. But yeah. man, you took it. You you were you showed up. And yeah. that's the thing. That's the thing, Vita. Um, to, to answer your question, um, like why are people asking, let's bridge the divide issue. The issue with, with our country, Rita, is that the divide has always been there. So let's, let's acknowledge that the divide has always been there. The racism has always been there. Yeah. And, uh, what's making us uncomfortable is for the first time in our generation, in this time, in this country, we're having to face with the reality that we're in, right? Yeah. It's, it's almost like if we don't talk about it, then it doesn't exist. Well, now we're openly talking about it because we have social media handles, which everyone has a soapbox and has their own platform to express and share, right? And yeah. share. We're talking Instagram, we're talking TikTok, we're talking Facebook, we're talking all these other means of media that make things far more accessible. Yeah. And that is a blessing and it's a curse, right? Because we're also seeing people pushing misinformation. Yeah. Um, and so, which is why it's so important that you do find credible sources, right? Uh, obviously like with Chicas Politicas, this is our opinions. It does not, we're not uh, a credible speak, source. Yeah. It, it, it does not speak <laughs> on behalf of the, the groups or whatever that we, we are, um, mentioning, yeah. mentioning, but this is the thing Rita, is that we in a, in this, in this country, um, have amazing freedoms that we can protest and we get to be yeah. on a bridge. And even if you don't agree with me, yeah. guess what? I have the right to be yeah. there for the first time in a very long time since the Trump administration, yes. we are starting to see more and more political violence. Let's yeah. call it what it is. Yeah. This is political violence yeah. that we are seeing for political agendas yeah. and propaganda. Let's call it what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So 
part of what we saw specifically here in our own backyard was a situation where we have this young man who felt the need that he needed to act in violence towards this group of people. Yeah. Keep in mind, folks, this is why our podcast is so important because we've been talking about this group and this particular man now yeah. for a while. Yeah. He because has shown up. Yeah. This isn't some random. Yeah. No, he's, he's made his way to different yeah. areas. And this is what frustrates me and scares me the most is because we have, you know, we have this news where there's mm-hmm. obviously uh, an older person in the picture who cannot open his eyes because he it has been pepper sprayed. And we have people saying, how can this happen? How can we build a bridge with, you know, the other side when one side is being pepper sprayed and the other side is saying that elections matter. And this is... This is not just a snapshot of like a no. random event. Like you mentioned, this is a serious, a continuation of we are allowing this to escalate and escalate yes. and escalate yes. while asking, why don't, why can't we bridge the divide? People are getting hurt, literally and, getting hurt. And, and it's not just, um, it's not just like the political aspect of it. This is the same behavior mm-hmm. that we saw with, um, was it the Ohio, was it the Ohio situation for the, the pride, um, event? Was it Ohio or or Idaho? I think think it was Ohio, um, where we saw militia dressed folks hiding in a U-Haul truck and thank goodness, thank goodness someone saw it. Right. Or else I think that could have been a tragedy, but it's the same that we saw in Charlottesville. Right. And it's the same thing we saw here in California too, in the Bay area where we had a drag queen, reading a book to a child in a library, to children in a library. They were bum rushed by, um, by conservatives, by men. And, and this is the thing, uh, everyone that is listening to us is we're have we're being faced with really speaking up on things that we believe, yeah. but we believe in, yeah. and we believe in democracy. We believe yeah. in the freedom. We believe that you should be able to be queer yeah. Yeah. and to have prosperity yeah. and to live your life. Yeah. Um, when we start taking away or intimidate, intimidating, um, intimidating, intimidating or targeting, we have moved really far from yeah. what it is to have democracy yeah. in yeah. our country. And that's, that's a state of emergency yeah. that we are in. Yeah. Our democracy is on the line, Rita. Yeah. And that, that goes back to the Trump administration. It goes back to the documents yeah. that were stolen yeah. from the, the Capitol building. It goes back to all of these things that we need to get a grip of what is our democracy. And please believe that, and we saw it with the insurrection, right? That people thought it was going to be cute, that they think that they they could just walk into the Capitol building and and do what they thought they needed to do. And this is the thing. We are now seeing, we're living in a society where more and more things are documented and guess what? There are consequences. Yeah. So if you're willing to die on this hill, yeah. please believe there are consequences. Yeah. Yeah. And like you mentioned, like this is not the first time that apparently this guy has done something of this sort. We have let it escalate to this point, but this is not the first time. Now I'm getting uh, emails and comments from people that are saying that it seems like it's the same guy that uh, leads the protest outside or local Planned Parenthood just 
imagine this guy has been harassing uh, workers at Planned Parenthood, has been harassing women that go to Planned Parenthood for a long time. And people have seen his face. Potentially, it seems like it's the same person. We know that it is the same person that harassed school board members at their homes wow. because they didn't he didn't agree what wow. they were saying is the same person who was part of the uh, who was part of the recall, um, the governor, uh, Governor Newsom's recall protest in San Luis Obispo, where we have seen local Republicans that are currently running for office or in office being involved. So this is the same crowd, like the Venn diagram of people harassing, pepper spraying demonstrators, peaceful demonstrators, and the people that are voting for Republican people. Th that's a circle. Right. Is that it, it, it's not really in, in um, an intersection. These are the same people mm -hmm. that are supporting Republican officials in here, here in Slo County, and some of them that are defending the Capitol insurrection. We have actual someone that went to the Capitol insurrection and is calling it. It was just like a tourist day. It was just, you know, no, this, this peaceful it event it was a it is coup. running for office. It was a stage coup. They got the lady that went to the January 6th insurrection that ran for supervisor in the primaries is now running for Grover Beach mayor. Grover Beach, if you're listening, there's someone that went to the insurrection that's defending the insurrection that is running to be a mayor. Please don't vote for her. And, you know, it, it makes me sad, Rita, but, you know, these are all tactics so that we don't organize, so that we don't show up. Intimidation, yeah. And, and you know, we have to keep showing up. We have to yeah. keep speaking up and really uh, have those uncomfortable conversations, right? We are no longer uh, in a space where we can allow this type of behavior or this type of thought process or language to still be entertained. Yeah. And it's and it's quite scary in the sense where we we're seeing media also play into it. We're seeing politicians play into it. Yeah. And as I think to answer your question on what can we do, number one is face the reality that this is America. Yeah. This has been the America for a lot of people. Yep. yep. So this this whole idea, this whole notion that oh we have racism. Oh, Black Lives Matter. Like what? Like uh, we just let it happen for way fucking long without yeah. standing against it. And now that people are out there saying, "Hey, LGBTQ people, you can love whoever you want. You are welcome here. This is your place. You belong. You have been here forever, and we recognize that and mm. we appreciate you." Oh, people of color, you you matter. And there's people that are reacting to this, that, are, that have a reaction to the recognition that every human matters. Right. It's, it's just so awful. And, and it's just, I don't know. I think we can go keep going on for days, but yeah. I think we, we need to be active in our recognition right. Of, right. of people's humanness at all levels. When there are immigrants that have been flown to a different state, when they're being trafficked, when people are pepper spray, we need to stand up and defend our elders and also mm -hmm. defend the, the rights that they are standing up for mm -hmm. actively, loudly. And um, show up in numbers. Show, show up, up in numbers. numbers. Like, show up in numbers. Like, I really hope we, we will still be organizing. We will still be showing up. Keep in mind, we will take every precaution needed. Yeah. I think it's, it's more of we need to have um, keep our eyes out, you know, start documenting Protect each more, other. Yes. right. So start taking pictures. If you see yeah. someone sketchy, take yeah. a picture of them yeah. and, and, you know, start documenting all these things because there has to be consequences. And yeah. I think, I think Rita, I'm very much the believer is I think for a long time, there weren't 
really consequences like we yeah. weren't reporting things we yeah that's true that's true but we need to start doing that so yeah. that we can start really yeah. continuing what we call in this country democracy granted yeah. i know too many people they don't feel we have a democracy they felt like we've never had one but um let me tell you something when i go to mexico i i have a good time over there but boy am i happy when that plane uh <laughs> lands in the united states of america the air here is pretty nice um i can sleep better i can i can have the freedom that if i mm-hmm. want to voice my opinion mm-hmm. that i will not be shot or killed yeah because i am in disagreement with yeah. with um with the cartel yeah. or the government right we have, so. a, we have pretty sweet pretty sweet here but it's slipping slipping away um and yeah i think you're 100 right like i'm the chair of the slow county democratic party right now and we have been reporting everything. Yeah. We ha- yeah, if you send the, if we are texting you and if we're texting you remind you reminding you to vote and you text us back saying how you're going to kill us in detail. Whoa. I'm going I'm going to and I did report Good. to the police. Good. And they know where you live. They have your name because yeah. I have your name and your number, dummy. Yeah. And they know exactly where you live and they're going to pay yeah. you a visit. This and they is, did pay you a visit. This is the thing. This is no joking manner. No. This isn't, this isn't, and we, you, this yeah. isn't Twitter fingers. No, this no, isn't, no. This isn't, and even <gasps> then with social media, yeah. we're starting to see if you threaten people, yeah. best believe there are consequences. Mm-hmm. And we're not, we're not for this because trust yeah. me too, Rita, I've been threatened too. Yeah. So I don't, I don't play that game. Yeah. I don't. No, we're done. We're done. If you, if we, if you call our office, like it's been happening. People call our office threatening. We are going to let the police know. And they know how to get your number. And they will put you in the records. If you come to our rallies and you act suspicious or you try to intimidate us, we are going to call the police on you. Right. Because we are not afraid to report you. We're not afraid to put put your name on on someone's record if you are here choosing violence. Right. So if if you see, I agree. If you see anything suspicious, take a picture of it, take a video. Document it. It doesn't hurt to document it. It doesn't hurt um put a timestamp on it yeah. and also um uh, please to everyone that is organizing and fighting the good fight please know you're not alone we are here to support you on finding more and more that we need to do a better we including me uh we need to do a better job supporting one another because this fight is is hard especially here for example in slow county um Rita, where we do face a lot of the racism, right? Yeah. Um, we don't have to go far. Templeton is a prime example of that. Templeton is. is Were we talking about Templeton being like the cousin of a Tascadero? <laughs> I would say, yeah, it's it's pretty harsh <laughs> out here, guys. It's, it's not easy being uh, a Latina woman, a queer person, uh, the uh, uh, working class, working poor person. Yeah. It's, the struggle is real. So just, just know you're not alone. If you need something, please reach out. Yeah. But going back to your comment about showing up in numbers, I do want to make sure that we finish this podcast episode on a good note. And oh my goodness, showing up in numbers here or Queen yes. or Chingona or amazing <laughs> badass Yesenia Echevarria. You write down that name because it will be everywhere one day and you'll be like I used to listen to her when she had a little podcast but Yesenia Chavarria put together and I don't care Yesenia if you tell me oh it took a village no 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 I know you 
I know how much work you put into uh, making this event happen and all the flowers to you. Oh, thank you. You put an Mexican Independence Day celebration in Paso Robles yes. last week. Yes. And how many people showed up? The yesterday? first ever. The, the first, first ever. ever Mexican yeah. Independence the Day celebration ever. from the community, by the community, to the community. Yeah. So how many people showed yeah. up? Let us tell us. We calculate... 500 no 700. 700 i 700. think 700 is more accurate yeah it was it was really it's not more yes it, it was it was crazy because um the park where we had it uh-huh. what everyone is telling me from like one end to the yeah. other end it, it was, was completely packed. full there was no it was there was full. no free and it was, space and, it, and this is the part where i get excited where i tell people to not be intimidated to not be discouraged because in this line of work there will always be critics yeah but um if you're if you're really if you can't get with the program then you're just straight up a hater at this point <laughs> um because what is happening in our community Rita, is that to see that amount of Latinos, yeah. Latinx, Mexican, yeah. everything Latinos from everywhere, yeah. Colombians, Caribbeans, you were there too. Yeah. Um, it was really powerful. Yeah. It was so powerful yeah. to have the community show up like that. Yeah. I was expecting at most 200 people. I, you, I saw about the event and I was like, yeah, I told, I told my husband, let's go, <laughs> let's go. It'll just be quick. I thought it would be like 50, hundred people. I was like, oh, you said, how cool. She's awesome. And then I get there and it's like freaking festival there. It wasn't just like a, like there wasn't, there was music. There was a huge stage. There were uh, some elected officials there. There were chairs for people to sit, which, you know, you expect yeah. kind of, you know, it was that <laughs> alone was beyond anything there were like food vendors there were like yeah. drinks there were um and then there was a full alley uh-huh. of services yeah providers so there was like county service providers mm-hmm. there were just like all different nonprofits, immigration, immigration. Yeah. it was I, I don't even how many vendors were tabling there do we, you think we, it was really cool on the vendors the vendors were local uh hispanic business owners mm-hmm. these are people in our community we uh some of the vendors were also raising money either it was for latino children for school oh. um parents got involved i mean there's there's a lot of magic happening in, in paso robles um, but it and, was like it, it wouldn't end. It went from one side of the park, and it's a pretty big park. And it's a pretty big to park. The, the whole other park side, was up. yeah. And, and and also like the the ages, right? We had we had elders of the community show up. We had youngsters, eight months old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was it was quite beautiful. And um, I think this, I I will also give credit where credit is due. This was definitely the first moment I felt so supported Rita because really? a lot of the time, yeah, this was probably the first moment that I really felt like a really tremendous response from people because, because it was the first event, we didn't know what the turnout would be. Right. Yeah. So we kept it more on the conservative side, yeah. <laughs> even for as big as it was, it was on the conservative side. Um, by, you know, people wanting to, to support. And I mean, we had volunteers, um, you know, Hispanic men show up at 1 p.m. to build a stage. Oh. And that was something that they they supported with. We had we had husbands, we had wives, we had couples, we had elders, um, we had volunteers show up. 
we had parents, students, um, huge shout out to the Meta Club of Paso Robles who showed yeah. up. Um, and this was really such a labor of love. This was a, a response from the Hispanic community that wanted this event. They said, we want this, Yesenia. We, we want to celebrate and to show up in spaces as our authentic self yeah. is so powerful yeah. because I know that we have Cinco de Mayo, which was tremendous. And I don't want to, that's not where I'm getting at, but Cinco de Mayo is not, you know, it, it was really funny. Um, I invited someone very, very political in the political scheme of things. And I, I gave him the flyer and he's like, um, what is this? And I said, it's in celebration for Mexico's independence day. And he goes, my dude, this man is very like smart. Okay. Um, and I, like, I question, I, thought, I question that. Right. Uh, <laughs> he goes, I thought it was the Cinco de Mayo that I thought that was Mexico's independence day. And I said, no, that's, this is not a Mexican. And so I think it is important, especially now in, in 2022 to really show up as authentic selves and authentic spaces. Yeah. We're not doing that anymore. Yeah. Um, so to have such a tremendous turnout and so many happy people that so many happy people, everyone, was saying that it felt like a reunion. They hadn't seen people in the community. For oh, years. that's so awesome. So uh, the children were excited. We had the students from the high school participate, bringing in the flags. Mm-hmm. And that really moved me because the mom of the student and mom, a mother of the student, uh, she was really excited. And she, I could just sense this from the community. I could sense that some pride, pride yeah. of ownership in the community. Yeah. And I think it just pays tribute to the fact that, damn, you know what? I'm going to take a little pause and be like, shit, we're doing it. Like, what? Yeah. there is something to say when you're able to organize yeah. and, and move that many people. Yeah. And the icing on the cake is to have political candidates come out to the event. Yeah. That because they were know. Invited. Yeah. They were not invited, but they. <laughs> they they knew right they were like oh they heard whoa there's something here so it's you're like attracting Mm -hmm. you're you're at a different level now where it's not just you calling people it's people coming right and huge shout out to um greg haas district representative or congressman salute carbo hall who did show up um and was part part of the celebration also to clint wyrick uh, district representative for Senator John Laird also who did show up and and it was powerful because I don't think I've ever have seen um, district representatives being available to the community like that it's always yeah. in a very special space yeah um, only by invitation yeah and it's very particular whereas like we had district representatives yeah um be accessible to people we had the Mexican consulate also but there. Uh, I'm gonna give you the shout out because I've talked to Greg maybe like a year ago about you. And Greg <laughs> told me, like Greg, uh, Congressman Carvajal's representative, he's told me like, do you know Yesenia Echeverria? And I'm like, of course, I have a podcast with her. <laughs> of, course. Uh, of course, I know her. I have her on my texts. Um, and um, he told me like a year ago, I really like what she's doing. Whatever she's doing, I'm going to support. And it was your name already out there and him seeing, because he lives in Paso too, Mm -hmm. the work that you're doing. Because you're not just showing up for this one event or this one other cause. You're like doing it all, which is what I've been trying to tell people when 
I had a conversation recently with someone I don't want to mention, but they're like, so how do we solve this? I'm like, you have to do it all. You have to be mm-hmm. dive in head first and do it all. No, yeah. no, no. But what model, what format or what, mm-hmm. you know, how, I just want to make sure that I'm understanding what model we're using and like mention some German person. It's like, <laughs> no, like you just don't understand. You want to yeah. solve the issue of equity. You want to solve yeah. issues that have to do with people of color. You yeah. dive in and you have to do it all and you have to be consistent and be yeah. there mm-hmm. and, and just pray for a miracle and work uh-huh. hard, yeah. right? Yeah. And you are doing it. And so yeah. I don't think that those district representatives would would be there if they didn't know that it was going to be a success because Yesenia Chavarria's name is yeah. it's in it. And you know, it's it's really exciting, Vita, because when we talk about um, you know, the farm workers to tie everything in that we're talking about in this particular episode, when we're talking about the UFW um and Lideres Campesinas and um, Martha's Vineyard and the political violence, I always tie it back that we, the power is really at a local level and you organize, you Mm -hmm. organize. And I proudly wear the hat and the title um, with a lot of, um, to be humble, to be a community organizer. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of criticism. It's, it's not all flowers. Um, it's definitely making hard decisions and, um, knowing how to strategize of always, 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 always putting the community first, Yeah, always serving the community. And I think that was what was really powerful specifically for this event. Not only did we get to celebrate Mexico's Independence Day and show up authentically, we knew that we were going to have, we were catering towards a specific community. So we knew that we, every single organization that was there needed to be bilingual yeah. and needed to serve the community needs. What does yeah. that mean? We needed to have Catholic charities there to yeah. talk about citizenship, to yeah. get people to eventually come and vote. Yeah. So if they had questions, that their questions can be answered by an organization, a nonprofit that does this work for them for free. Yeah. Um, we had um, Al-Anon, which is alcoholics um, support, right, for families, um, which is a new group that is starting in Paso. We have never had had a, a Paso group in Spanish. So that's being led by uh, Hispanic folks in Paso Robles, having the NOR Clinic, which also is yeah. another huge resource for undocumented families, um, having the business owners. And, you know, what's really beautiful, Rita, is to... Um, this event was absolutely um, fun to organize. Of course, you know, there's a little hiccups here and there, but the community really responded. Everyone was willing to show up, happy. Um, it was such a positive experience, a positive yeah. uh, turnout. And I think that's what fuels my soul. And it yeah. gets me excited to be like, you know what? We are doing it. Like we, you we are, are doing, doing it. it. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. This is where, if we knew how to edit, um, applause is in, I can probably figure out, but I won't do it. I have other things to do, but this is where, yeah, we would get all the clapping for you. Huge yesterday. shout out to Mujeres de Acción yeah. and the husbands of the Mujeres de Acción yeah. that showed up and we're building the stage and doing all of that. And yeah. it was absolutely beautiful. And we just hope to continue and serve the community and we're, we're doing it and expect great things coming from Paso Robles. Um, yeah. Expect expect for a lot of greatness to be happening uh, coming from within the Hispanic community. Yeah, thank you to everyone that showed up and that donated to this 
happen uh, and keep supporting Mujeres Extreme because you guys mm -hmm. are doing awesome. Thank yeah. you, Yesenia, for everything yeah. that you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge, huge success. So that is our episode for today. Uh, keep showing up. Keep supporting those community organizers um, and be an anti-racist and active anti-racist. Um, and yeah, we'll catch you on our next episode. Just remember that if you live in California, well, everyone, the entire country is going to be voting on November 8th this year. So get involved, uh, find out who's running in your community. And ballots here in California are going to be sent out starting October 10th. So there's less than three weeks from when ballots are going to arrive. So get ready to vote. Uh, let's do it. Get involved. And that's it. Thank you. Goodbye.